Ever wonder what a small, weird group of people discussing things like aliens, bizarre forced choices, hypothetical situations, and other odd circumstances might sound like? Welcome to Oddities, the podcast with your host, Mikey P. and Hey Ron, along with special guest. Oddities, the podcast. I am your host, Mikey P. And this evening we have with us the beautiful D. How are you doing this evening? Great. Thanks for having me. Of course. We would like to first start the show by saying thank you guys so much for joining us yet one more time. Um, There are a couple of... um updates that I wanted to make before we start today's show. I had a, I had a little bit of uh, technical issues with some of our social media sites here the, uh, the, over the last couple of days, mainly Twitter. Um, my the, the Twitter handle was at odditiesofficial, but I, I'm I'm stupid when it comes to social media. I really I really and truly am, and I don't apparently read things good enough. And apparently, you have to have only a certain number of um, characters for your at symbol, and I used uh-huh. way too many. So, to update everybody, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, uh, Twitter, please do. It we will be found now at at oddities pod oddities pod. We are also now officially on Instagram, uh, and that one is actually oddities official. So, by all means, please follow us over there. Um, is there anything else that, that you wanted to add about that? We should have went with Odd Pod. Odd Pod? <laughs> well, perhaps we can change it. But no, I think for right now, maybe we'll go ahead and keep it. Um, but anyway, we'll go ahead and let's just jump right into the show. Uh, tonight, we're very excited because uh, this is the beginning of Season 2 for Oddities, the podcast. And as you know, Season 1 only had just a, a mere four episodes. We were pretty much stupid in it, and we were joking around, playing around, just having a really good time. Um, just kind of give you guys an insight to who we were, for the most part, our, our um, sense of humor, whatever. Um for now on, though, we will be the meat and the potatoes, so to speak, of oddities. Uh, is going to be an episode or a segment called "Down the Rabbit Hole." We're going to go ahead and get that into that into a little in, in a little while. But for right now, let's go ahead and start. Let's go ahead and slide right into the first segment, the "Would You Rather" segment. Are you ready, Dee? I am ready. Let's do this. All right. Would you rather everything that you eat, no matter what it is, taste like spoiled caviar or have everything that you drink taste like muddy, sandy water. So I guess it would be like really gritty too in your teeth when you're trying to drink that shit, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. It specifically says sandy. So. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And this, I think this is a hard one to choose because they both suck. Oh, no. Not for me. Not at all. Okay. Okay. I, I don't do fishy anything hardly so i definitely know i would not want to taste spoiled caviar because caviar is to me gross anyway no (laughs) no offense to anyone out there who enjoys caviar you know i guess your your taste buds are just more sophisticated than mine i don't even i barely ever eat fish so i mean caviar i from i think i'm going to be with you i'm assuming you're going with the uh, the muddy sandy water correct yes just because Taste is the same as smell to me. Okay. And I can't, you know how I am about smells. I can't do, I can't do bad smells. Right. So I think I would rather taste the muddy, sandy water than 
have to deal with the smell coming from the spoiled caviar and all that and uh, no yeah. no thanks <laughs> you know i was gonna ask i wonder why couldn't we just for the water because I'm, I'm 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 with you on that one i no just no um <laughs> but the the muddy sandy water i was about to ask well why couldn't we just filter it you know filter it out ourselves but then i remember what the question was it's gonna no matter what it is it's gonna taste like it so yeah, I'm going with the muddy, sandy water because you have to drink to live. So I mean, I can choke that down. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I think, think the I spoiled. Could do. I think I could get used to it if I had to, because um, you know there are. No, people. I think I would die of dehydration because I would have thrown up so many times. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm not talking about getting used to the spoiled caviar. Oh, oh hell yeah. no! I'm talking about the muddy, sandy water. I mean, you know, unfortunately, there are. As you know, there are people out there that that's what they drink because unfortunate, but uh, you know they can do it. So I guess I would have to as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So pretty pretty quick uh, segment on that one. So uh, we'd like to go ahead and just get right into the premiere of the 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 new brand new oddities the podcast with the brand new down the rabbit hole segment. Down the rabbit. As you know, um, in a lot of our social media, uh, we, we, we discuss that we, we talk about aliens and things of that nature. So, of course, naturally, this is what this segment is, this is all about. This, this is our first alien episode. It huh? is. It is. It is or our fir- reference to aliens, at least. Yes, I, I do believe. I mean, well, yeah. Well, we did have one reference. This, this down the rabbit hole is going to really sort of encompass anything of, like, mystery. Anything that's like, I have no fucking explanation for this or aliens you know something like that we did already cover something like that when we were doing the um uh fighting fighting the bear or the shark episode because remember when hey ron was all like bigfoot Bigfoot. he chose bigfoot on that one so we kind of kind of sort of covered it yeah i forgot that some there's yeah theory okay yeah 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 yeah. so um, so what are we touching down on tonight then what are what's our odd Okay. Little skewed plane of universe. All right. Well, this to me, this is a a subject that's really kind of near and dear to my heart. Well, at least just a small part of it, because it was the first thing that actually got me involved in. Well, no, I lie. Actually, it's not. I was gonna say that it was the first thing that really got me interested in the whole alien phenomena, but um, no, I I I, I digress because I actually I had I had an encounter that I had seen when I was younger than learning about area 51 that really was like what the fuck um that's that's for a different day but i'm talking about um roswell and area 51 okay yeah um you know i mean there's so many things that are really unknown about that i mean there's all and there's also a lot of references to that like everything that I, i don't remember where i heard this or read this something but um there were a lot of references though to that whatever it was in fact that had crashed um, in Roswell would end up, or that ended up in Area 51, eventually was moved. I believe that I want to say that what I remember bringing, you know, calling forth from my memory was it was moved to a place called Area 15, I think it was? No, it was um, moved to the military base. Um, I thought it was another area, though. No, it wasn't an area. It was... Crap. I forget what it was called, but no, it was... Definitely a military base, supposedly. But okay, okay. Well, I mean, 
for most people who are alien enthusiasts, um, experiencers, all of that good stuff, most of you guys are, in fact, familiar with the Roswell situation. Um, you know, it's the whole Air Force base. Then um, one thing that I, for some reason, I didn't know this until just recently, looking, you know, doing some research for this particular episode. Um, I did, actually know I did know it, but I had completely forgotten about it. That on, did you know that on June twenty fifth, in back in two thousand thirteen, the CIA formally, finally acknowledged for the first time the actual existence of Area fifty one, uh, also declassifying numerous documents and blah 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 blah, uh, and that was all due to the um, the F. The, the Freedom Freedom of Information Act requests that were filed back in, what was it, 2005, I believe it was. so um, Yeah, because I remember when they actually put some of that, a lot, everyone was talking about it, even people who weren't really enthusiasts. They were reporting it on the radio news and talking about how they actually um, declassified some of the stuff for people to read about. And I just remember it was kind of like a sensation thing. Everyone was like, hey, you know, we're going to finally find out about aliens and it, we're going to see if they're, it's really true or not. And that's yeah. really not what, you know, it was about. And most people who do believe that the government is withholding information about extraterrestrial, you know, extraterrestrial life, that everything's a cover-up and they knew that the government was going to be like, okay, we give up here. Yeah. They true. knew it wasn't going to be like, yes, true. we really did have these, um, alien bodies and we totally hit them and lied to y'all and made y'all, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, definitely. And then, of course, you know, there's a lot, you know, you're familiar with the SETI program. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, a lot of people within the alien community, um, who really believe that SETI is nothing more than just a, a flat-out um, disinformation campaign? Really? Oh, really? You know, I yeah. Didn't know. Well, yeah, yeah. There's there, there's a lot of speculation about that because, I mean, this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but when you think about the uh, the amount of the the size of the equipment, the the the, the range that the stuff can scan, mm-hmm. and um, you know. There's got to be stuff out there that, that they're picking up on. It can't just be a bunch of scientists sitting around in a room all day um, just listening to static. You know, I mean, right. there, there's got to be something that's eventually being picked up out there. and It's not being recorded? Or at least to or the public. A, well, I mean, it's definitely not being released to the general public. Now, I do remember I read, I had read somewhere that... Um, that somebody had stated, or I guess somebody who worked for the program or something like that had, had come out and said that, of course, that they do have protocols uh, for such events. And when it was asked, you know, um, do, do you feel that the protocols are, you know, the, the right thing to do? You know, or like, are you happy with the protocols? They're like, eh, yeah, you know, almost like not really, but I'm not saying anything more about it than, than that. Right. So I mean, there's just there's not there's never or there has not been enough, maybe with the exception of the wow signal, but there's there's not been enough anything really coming out of that location that, in my opinion, and I and I think a lot of other people's opinions as well, to be anything to take be taken seriously, you know. But um, you know, that's just that's just here, you know, and then just 
doubling back a little bit back to the uh, Area 51, though, which is the uh, the secret base. Um, you know, here in America, I'm sure that Alien 50, uh, Alien, <laughs> Area 51, I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be just the only secretive military installation that it has controversy going around you know regarding aliens i'm sure that there's a lot of other oh you mean like cheyenne mountain and stargate <laughs> sure no um <laughs> no but i'm it sure that, that the, show. it was a good show but no i don't think i don't think that I'm sure that actually that there's probably a hell of a lot more of uh, secret bases here in America that we don't even know about. Oh yeah. But sure. here's a real question: What do you think? If we have it here, then it, it's sure to to be known that we have other secret bases uh, for other world governments. So the topic of today's down the rabbit hole is just that: it three other military bases that. Are just as secretive, or in some cases even more secretive, than our own very own Area 51. So I would like to go ahead and cover those three with you guys tonight. Um, again, uh, with the uh, the Twitter feed uh, at Oddities Pod or Oddities Official over at Instagram. Uh, by all means, you know, weigh in on this. Probably more on Twitter, I would say. So, yeah. um, you know, shoot us a tweet um, on any one of the three of these particular military bases. If you if you know more about these things than uh, than, than we do, by all means, we're uh, all about educating ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> shoot us a tweet. Let us know. You know, and if there's anything pertinent that's really good that we should add in, um, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and add that in on the next episode. So I think that would be really cool. So if you guys know anything else about any of these particular bases that I don't cover, by all means, go ahead and hit me up. All, all right. right, Mikey P. What's our first base we're going to talk about? The first base is going to be AL four ninety nine. This particular base, which is rumored to exist roughly about sixty meters or approximately two hundred feet. Below the English village of Peasmore in the Berkshire countryside, in a get this shit a subterranean cavern. Really? Yes. Yeah, so it makes me wonder how big this cavern could possibly be, because I've seen pictures of like uh, doomsday bunkers like carved into like mountains, or maybe that was just a picture. You know, then again, though, that could have just been a picture of like one of our bases. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I would. If it, this is a base that we're talking about anyway, so I'm assuming that this has got to be friggin' huge. It's got to be. But um, they said, basically, this base is believed to be the foundation for something called Project Mannequin, okay? Mm -hmm. That is a super secret, obviously not, program tasked with the challenge of cloning super soldiers. And now get this shit. Most of the information that was released in regards to this base um, actually was brought to light by, by a man by the name of James Casbolt, who is not who is not only just a former MI6 agent mm -hmm. or a self-proclaimed MI6 agent, um, but who, this individual also became famous for his Agent 007 Bond, James Wait. Bond films. So... Is he the inspiration for James Bond, or is he the one who actually started, like, the movies? What if it's both? No, he's um, for writing them, but oh, it so very well wrote. could be, like... I mean, you know how some of these super spy shit could be, you know? I always wonder, like, if is it really... Like that? <laughs> no, I understand it's not, like, the movies and stuff, but, like, freaking James 
or I'm um, sorry, Jason Bourne. I'm sitting here thinking about James Bond, <laughs> but like Jason Bourne stuff, because you're talking about oh, making like super soldiers and stuff like that. It's like how much of that, how much of that could be actually true? Right. Like I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh no, that's stupid, you know, conspiracy nut jobs. And then you have like real educated people with degrees. Well, no, and, yeah, but like, our technology. All of a sudden, is... are like, no, 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 this is this is possible. What? Well, I mean, look at just look at our newest uh, levels of technology that we've got with um, uh, bionics and um, cybertronics. Is that really? Do we even have cybertronics? I guess we would have cybertronics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, just look at things like that. We're making exoskeleton suits that are military grade. You know that are allowing these men and women to be able to pick up objects that are four or five hundred pounds or some shit like that, or a ton or something like that effortlessly so to say that the the creating of super soldiers is only a myth i don't think so i'm gonna go ahead and call bullshit because i think we're already there i think we're i mean and i think that is with technology now i think that if i think that if at all possible the whole super soldiers i don't i don't know about necessarily the cloning part of it but i think that potentially what it could be um or what in my mind, I think the most logical thing would be were, would to be to biologically fuse man with machine. And if you're talking, in order to do that, the type of tech that would need to be done, I would say would probably only be available to the military. So you're all like talking freaking cyborg Justice Justice League cyborg. Well, not necessarily like to that advanced level. But like, okay, for example, I know that I've I've read some things. Because he's about, pretty much just a face, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think he might have like a hand. Okay. I, I don't remember, but um, I do recall reading a couple of different articles about. Because um, DC movies are so dark, you can't tell. They. <laughs> <laughs> remember how that was a big meme going around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, some of the movies are actually... I, I, I digress. Yes, <laughs> but um, I think, though, that I, I do recall reading a couple of articles about um, other things that, that, that have been... Or either that were in the works of being developed or that had been developed. Okay, Now, like, one of the things... Um, again, I, I apologize. I don't remember the name of this particular d- uh, device, I guess you would say. But it, it basically takes the oxygen out of the water and allows you to breathe underwater without a tank. There's a name for this thing, yeah. And when they, I'm telling you right now, when they come out, and if I make any kind of money with this, I'm gonna buy one of these things, <laughs> and I'm gonna let you all know exactly what it's like to be a fish man because that's what I'm gonna become. I'm gonna swim around. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. I think that would be so much fun, you know, kind of like almost like mermaids in a roundabout way, you know. I think that would be really fun. You ain't no Aquaman. No, I hell no. I'm too. I'm too fat. <laughs> All right, going back though to AL-499, now also one thing that I found out is also during the 50s and the 60s, and I thought this was kind of interesting, this base was also utilized for the MK Ultra project where... Okay. That's the that's the CIA. Stuff. Yes, yes, where they conducted experiments, uh, basically combining drugs and torture to find out which combination best resulted in confessions. Um, also rumored, I think rumored anyway, to utilize mind control 
to develop highly trained killers okay, and okay. sometimes unbeknownst to you know even, even themselves. The, okay, got you. So MK Ultra if let me make sure I got this right. MK Ultra, is that the one with the LSD and yes. the people throwing themselves out the darn window and then they said, Oh no, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the standard belief is they pretty much did something to yeah. this man to make him go nuts. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so that is MK Ultra. Yes, just yes. gotta make sure I got my my facts straight. Now, one this is I think to me this was the inter- this was the most interesting part to me. Adam. Well, I mean the James Bond thing kind of you know. Oh wow, I that, that's know that, that's right. yeah. That, the James Bond thing to me was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. I did not know that. They're gonna be like, you noob. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we're, I am we, a noob. But we all, we, I mean, we all have to learn, right. you know. I mean, and this is, this is. I, I mean, granted, okay, take take everything with a grain of salt, you know, right. depending upon you know. The sources and everything like that, because you know the only ones who really truly know what the fuck is going on isn't going to be like, okay, here's a book, everything in here is, you know, nobody's, they're not doing that. So I mean, you just kind of, but this whole thing is just a learning process, and it's all too very interesting. Because in this particular case, for this particular base, I also realize, or also find out that that, that it's connected to secret oper- uh, operations based right here in the U.S. And those people who were involved with this base, which is over in the UK, actually answer to the NSA and not MI6. And another rumor is, is that this base, as with many others, are overseen by the Illuminati. Now, that that's the Illuminati. That's a whole other episode down the so, road. But. So these people are saying that this place is just so darn secretive that they don't know what the hell's going on. Where at least with Area 51, we were like aliens. They're, these these motherfuckers are hiding aliens, but at this place, Camp Third um, AL four nine nine, they don't even really know what's going on there. There's the, the only information that we really have is the information that comes from government officials. No, no, the, the guy who wrote the James Bond stuff. That's really the only underlining information that we have really and that's why you can't confirm nor deny anything because gotcha. you know if he was in fact uh, xmi6 um I, well I'll, I'll have to look into him a little bit more to see if he if there's actually any real information but the fact that he is who he was is a very well known and established fact Got you. so okay. it's one of those things as to whether or not MI6 was he really or was he really not you know okay. but um it's interesting though where they talk about that they think that these this base along with others are attached to the to the Illuminati now you're familiar with the Illuminati yes yeah I'll kind of be honest though most of it's probably through like the Da Vinci Code and stuff <laughs> <laughs> okay all I at right. least have a basis of knowing what they kind of <laughs> I know that they're bad dudes <laughs> But <laughs> run, Robert Langston. <laughs> <laughs> now the the thing with the Illuminati, though, is of course there's no real evidence that right uh, that I know. actually even existing to be a part of that shit or not. I do so. know that some people are all like, "Oh, the Illuminati," um, especially freaking, in the music industry. Yes, the music and plus, um, like. The, oh, Freemasons and the Knights Templar, basically some of them think they started off as, you know, those little groups and then turned into something bigger like the freaking Freemasons and then the Knights Templar and then, you know, basically now 
there are the Illuminati, and then there's so many different theories about this, you know. Yeah, you're right. That's a whole other episode. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. So we're, what we'll do is let's go ahead and uh, we'll slide on over to the second secret military base, which is going to be Camp, Camp 13. 13. Uh, now, this one is located... I thought this was really fucking cool to me because, you know... I have an interest in deserts for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I was an Egyptian in a past life or some shit. I don't know. Um, but this one is located within the Kalahari Desert, which is in South Africa. Uh, it is under the command South of... South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> sorry. It is under the uh, command, though, of the uh, Secret Services uh, base. I didn't even know that there was such thing as a Secret Service. There. Apparently so. Apparently so. Um... They think... I, and, yeah, what you're saying, the Secret Service, plus what you want to discuss is even more shocking to me. Right, exactly. Now, the, the coolest part to me, though, is is that um, the part that I wanted to talk about was the... Uh, the, the it's, again, speculation, but they believe that this base actually houses secret laser weapon technology. What? Yeah, isn't that cool? That's really cool. I know. Because, I mean, like, I know South Africa is not, like, a backwards country or anything, but you don't... When you think of, like, laser technology and everything, that's not the country that you would think that would have that. Exactly. Exactly. So, so to read that and from a few different sources that this country has that, I think it's badass. I, that's I really, really do. Cool. But then... <laughs> well, maybe not if you're on the receiving end. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, though. Some of the other information that I pulled from this makes me wonder in regards to the um, ownership, if mm -hmm. you will, of of that. And the reason is the reason why I say that is because um, it has to do with with us as well, the U.S. But one of the other before I get to that part. Um, they believe that this base is actually underground, which uh, is yeah. really that cool. That would as make shit. sense with lasers. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, you know, just big ass desert, you wouldn't even know that it was there. No, you could be driving across that mm -hmm. thing and not yep. even know. Yeah, which is that's that's very interesting to think. You know, it really is. Uh, one of the other the one of the other points to this particular base, though, that I also found very interesting is it is also believed to be the central base of operations for the South African spy network. Spy network. Yeah. Now, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then since I found out that the U.S. is involved here, I'm wondering if their spy network works hand in hand in, in like conjunction with ours. With ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, for like international type stuff. Ooh, I don't know. Anyone out there who's listening, I mean, you don't have to tell me your name, but I mean, if they do, let me know. Tweet it out <laughs> at Oddities Pod. <laughs> um, but. Other than really, other than that, there's not a whole lot of more information that is readily available about this installation that I was able to find, with the exception that yeah, according there has to, to be something at least <coughs> an incident that well, prompted yes. it to yes, um, so according tell me about that. The this is the best that I found. <laughs> according to some uh, some sources, the best known information to actually surface about this event. Uh, or about events that actually took place back on May 7th, 1989, when some South African fighter jets reportedly shot down and recovered some sort of a flying craft near Bot near the uh, Botswana border. And apparently there were some eyewitness accounts of this uh, event that took oh, place. So people actually yes, saw it. Yes, yes. So according to some eyewitnesses, uh, the as far as the accounts of the craft... They had they had talked about it and said that the 
the craft was kind of it was made from some kind of a smooth silvery substance and also from the same reports there were apparently three the bodies of three extraterrestrials but still alive during the time of the recovery when the military showed up they were still alive they were apparently still alive they it was reported that they were seen still moving i don't know about necessarily trying to communicate you know like help us or anything like that but they were they were moving and this was reported by more than one person that was there i guess locals um but then it was also reported by the locals that the uh the military promptly scooped everything up and carted it all off and the beings were described when asked they were described at about five feet in height each i think so, it was wait you said that they carried them off that were they still alive at that point i'm assuming i mean there's no spe- there's no clarification on that but they were alive at the time of crash oh wow yeah so um but the beings were in fact described at being roughly five feet in height uh, thin bodies, elongated appendages, large heads. Uh, your typical sounding yeah, gray yeah, to me. Like gray. I think the grays were always reported as being shorter than five foot. Well, I have to look into this some more because I always, I want to say that in my mind they were that they. Your t- mom no, was I, five two, and look how short she was. That is true, I mean, but I think that they have like different size grays too. Well, yeah, I would assume since there's yeah. different size us, who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, they were apparently wearing, uh, I guess, spacesuits, like a, a one-piece silver spacesuit. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you have to when you're traveling through space. You can't be too careful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now it was reported that the uh, that the uh, both the wreckage recovered and the surviving passengers were actually relocated to said base, Camp 13, so for were- study hidden underground yes away from all public view which makes sense i guess now one thing this is the last part that i was able to dig up in regards to this um tony dodd who is a ufo researcher he had made claims that the united states had uh, underwent negotiations with the south african government and uh, this is what this is where the u.s really comes into play because Mm -hmm. he apparently convinced them to actually hand over both the wreckage as well as the surviving aliens. So the United States convinced the South African government to hand over it. What? I mean, yeah. And why? according to sources, the, their government did turn everything over to the U.S. except for some of the debris from the craft and one of the alien crew members who... I guess is still locked up in Camp Thirteen, and that's may or may not good. still be there to this day. Dude, but, no, dude, that's not good. Remember what is it? What was that movie? Uh, uh, District Thirteen or no? What was it called? District Nine. Where we the, kept the, we the roach kept people or like the uh, the prawns. Yes, where we kept them and fed them cat food. Mm-hmm. They escaped. They're gonna come back. Yeah, but no. thank, well, hey, you know what though? In that movie, if you remember, the the prawns were non-violent from my from my from what and I took from we fed them cat food. But that shows you what kind of a civilization that we are, which is probably why they don't just come right out of the sky and say, Sorry, "Hey, what's up, y'all?" I don't care if I'm a peace loving anything. I've come to find out a lot of my freaking people have been locked up. Behind gates and fed cat food, we're gonna have a problem. So you're a prawn? Oh, I don't know, but I'm just saying <laughs> we're gonna have a problem. Well, that's that's what that movie was. Especially if I was like an advanced 
because obviously they made it and crash landed on the planet. Yeah. And well, they, they well the problem they, they didn't crash land. They didn't crash land. What, what happened with it? They stalled out. Their their energy core died or something like that. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, they were basically. So they're just sitting there like floating in the air. Got you. Yeah. I like that. I, I, you know, a lot of people like shit all over that movie. I did like it. <laughs> I liked it too. Supposedly I really did. they're finally making another one. Oh, that's thank. Been- God. But that's been said for how long? Yeah, that is true, too. All right, All right let's go ahead and wrap this this uh, episode up, and we're going to go ahead and give you the, 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 the last and final base or uh, military installation. This one is known as Base 211. Um, this one was I very... I think this one is, like, pretty interesting, considering... <laughs> yeah, the, the more I dug into this one, the more controversial shit popped up. And, again, just like I said earlier, grain of salt, but this shit was fucking cool to me. Um, So, Base 211. Base 211, also known as New Berlin, uh, spelled N-E-U, or New Berlin, it is located in Antarctica, and it is believed to have been built in 1928. Also... 1928 in Antarctica. Yeah. In the snow. Mm Mm-hmm. Wouldn't your equipment and stuff freeze over? I mean, I don't know much about construction. <laughs> I don't really know either, to be honest with you. Okay. But it is believed that this space, just like the other two, uh, is buried deep below the ground of Schwabenland, also known as New Swabia, which is land that was claimed by the Nazi party between 1939 <laughs> and 1945. So we've got underground bases in Antarctica and a Nazi connection. Heck yeah, here we go, down well, the rabbit hole. Exactly. And <laughs> and if for all of you who are joining us tonight, please feel free to continue to join us weekly because I am pretty sure that the Nazi connection is probably going to be rearing its ugly head again and again and again. But besides the Nazis, this particular base also happens to host a plethora of wild stories regarding activities taking place Wilder there. The Nazis <laughs> underground. Well, yeah, probably. As as this story uh, unfolded for me, I found it interesting as shit because out of all of the theories um, for the space ranging from aliens and recovered crashed UFOs, the to me I think the most controversial out of all of them mm-hmm. came from Rear Admiral Richard Evelyn Byrd Jr., who was a naval officer, okay. a Medal of Honor recipient, a pioneering aviator, polar explorer. Oh. Yes, but above all else, he claimed that his search for any potential Nazi presence in, Ant- in Antarctica uh, may have actually... Oh, so this man went to Antarctica looking for Nazis. Yes, yes, which uh, we'll be getting into that in just a moment, but he may have actually yielded much more than just Nazis and what many in the time period actually just totally dismissed him. You know, he was crazy when when he came forward. Um, There was a few interviews and stuff like that. Um, I've got some quotes here from all of that that we'll get into here, but yeah, dude, they totally dismissed this dude. And you got to remember, he was an admiral, a rear admiral. So he, yeah, he was actually... Like, this dude, like, knew what the fuck he was talking about. All right? Um... So, in an operation that... The that re- rear Admiral, that's 
below an actual like admiral of the I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not really a hundred percent, but regardless, he had Admiral in the title. And that's um, really, really high. Yeah, yeah. And especially um, when I was doing the research on this, it shows that the the rank of Admiral mm-hmm. is awarded through Congress. But he's so, his real ad, rear admiral. Awarded so by what? Congress, though. Oh, okay. That's what it said, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the dude knew what the fuck he was doing, okay. obviously. And he was an explorer, so he was experienced. Exactly, well. exactly, exactly. Okay, so and what did he What did he find that everyone was just like, nah, he's crazy? Like, well, zombie? Zombie Nazis? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> the ones that appear in the um, South Park game, in fact. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, what he... Uh, it, this operation, it w- I think it was guised out to the general public, um, or at least for uh, prying eyes anyway, um, as nothing more than just a search for uh, Nazi activities. You know, um, It was called Operation High Jump when it was carried out. And uh, the interesting to me, the interesting thing about this particular operation is what went along with it. This so they're sh- trying to say, oh, this is just like a training type of thing we're just looking for any nazi right right that that, that's what they're saying just to be safe and one thing to keep in mind this all this uh operation high jump (laughs) this took place immediately after the war oh okay so So the war was over they're looking for uh nazis who disappeared escaped whatever right right exactly some believe they escaped yes because i do believe well there was a there was a part that had come out um that there was a Nazi something or other, uh, general or something like that, who made the who had, he had made the claim, um, and I, I think it was um, I think it was via some kind of a message that was supposed to be getting back to Hitler, and it was intercepted by the uh, the U.S. allies, and he had claimed that um, that glory you know go to Hitler because this dude here had created uh, an, an, an impenetrable fortress. Out in the middle of Antarctica, so wow. that's why so this. So that's why they went to the city. right. That's why uh, that's why Operation okay. High Jump was carried out. Okay. Now okay. get this shit though. Okay, this was uh, but and they guised it under just normal operations. Okay. Mm-hmm. This operation included thirteen ships. Thirteen. Thirteen ships. Two after uh, out of those thirteen, there were two at aircraft escorts. Uh, one was the Yankee. The other one was the Merrick. Okay. There was an aircraft carrier. Uh, that one was known as the Philippines Sea. A submarine known as the Senate. Two destroyers. What the, the right? The Brownson and the Henderson. There were two seaplane carriers, the Pine Island and the Kiritich. Two fueling ships, the canister. You gotta have gas for all that. Fuck yeah, you do. The canister and the the, uh, Capican, I guess is how you pronounce that one. And then on top, to top it all off, there was also a reported 4,700 men in full battle gear. What the heck were they expecting? Yeah, and it was just dubbed as, again, a simple training exercise. A simple training exercise mm-hmm. to go and supposedly and find spy, Nazi activities yeah. after the war was done. Right, right. And they were expecting to go into battle, it yeah. looked like. So it that's why... Like they were expecting some kind of resistance or something. Exactly, and that's why a lot of conspiracy theorists that are out there right now believe that such a small, well, really an army like that was just, it it was way more than just a training exercise. Now, curiously, however, 
Operation High Jump was terminated. It was terminated, it was terminated? actually early, and and an excerpt from back in February nineteenth, nineteen forty seven. It details Bird's arrival over the pole at. So they canceled it while they were there. Yes, or, oh. I guess. I guess. Okay. But um, this excerpt comes from when he was when he uh, Admiral Bird was. Over the pole at ten hundred uh, at uh, one thousand hours. Okay, and let me grab this so I can read along with you. Right okay. on. And it was reported that he had said that we are crossing, and I quote, "We are crossing over the small mountain range and still proceeding northward as best as can be ascertained. Beyond the mountain range is what appears to be a now keep in mind this is Antarctica yeah, that we're talking I'm, about what? appears to be a valley with a small river or stream running through the center what? portion. Yeah, there should there should be no green valley below." I mean, and that was like, he, he okay, like... Okay, I can see why people thought he yes, was a little... something is definitely wrong and abnormal here. He even admitted something was wrong mm-hmm. with that shit. We should, we should be over ice and snow. To the port side are great forests growing on the mountains. Forests. In Antarctica. Yep. Um, growing on the mountain slopes. And their navigation, our navigation instruments are still spinning. The gyroscope is oscillating back and forth. End quote. So, very interesting phenomena that was going on. So, okay. So, the premise is is this man is, alright, under the radar, low-key looking for Nazis in a supposed fortress that they're investigating to see if anything's up. Okay, if if this guy was not... Can you imagine... What this man's thinking, flying over something like that. If he's not lying and making it up and all that wonderful stuff. And that's stuff. that's part of the controversy. They, they believe, uh, if you dig further into the situ- into the controversy behind him, um, that goes further, you know, and that just raises even more, like, ske- uh, skepticism to it. Mm-hmm. But this, it, again, it, this guy... He had guy, to have thought even he was crazy. If that's actually what I know he I saw, would. he probably was thinking, no, this is like... You know, freaking light refracting off of something, and you exactly, know, exactly. I mean, I know a I would floating I, city up in the skies. No, you're well, I mean, things. like in China, yeah. But I know that I would think that I was crazy. Yeah, you know. Now, there was another. Um, There's another thing though. While uh, Ad, while Admiral Barr was being interviewed by inter uh, uh, Bird, sorry, <laughs> uh, when he was being interviewed by the uh, by international news service correspondent, mm-hmm. uh, what was his name? Uh, Lee Van Atta, and this was done aboard the USS Mount Olympus. Okay, so they were on a naval they were, they, ship. Exactly. Bird made what many took as very cryptic comments, which were later made public when the finished article appeared. Now, this appeared on March 5th, 19... So you can find this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this article appeared March 5th, 1947 in the uh, the Chilean newspaper El Mercurio. And I quote, unquote, Adam Bird declared today. Admiral Bird. Admiral Bird. <laughs> God, I cannot. I cannot read this shit to save my life tonight. Admiral Bird declared today that it was imperative for the United States to initiate immediate defense measures against hostile regions. So that tells me right there that he, whatever it was that he saw, he deemed this as a, as a an immediate threat. Wow. Yes, and the Admiral further stated that he didn't want to frighten anyone unduly, but that it was a bitter reality that in case of a, a new war, the continental United States would be attacked by, f- get the shit, 
would be attacked by flying objects, which could fly from pole to pole at incredible uh, speeds. So he may have seen that's a UFO. That's that's yeah. what he's that's what he's describing. UFOs without saying it. Uh huh. Exactly. And if you think about it, when he from from the last excerpt that, that we had read, um, the instruments were fucking up. The gyroscope the gyroscope was messing up on him. Now, a gyroscope is supposed to be one of those, from my understanding, is supposed to be one of those types of instruments that is, I guess, infallible almost to a degree mm-hmm. because of the way that it operates. But here, it's not working. He's clearly describing what are clearly UFOs. To me, anyway, and I don't want to sound like the guy so, from yeah, Ancient Aliens, so, but that's what it's <laughs> the aliens. But that's what it sounds like to me. That's, I mean, you would think, okay, either he has got to be making this up mm-hmm. or had some kind of nervous breakdown, delusional, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this man would know what he was. Yes, and on top of that, on top of that. Not only did he state this, he repeated the above points of view a few times, resulting from his personal knowledge gathered at both the the North and the South Poles. Before because new- this this and he, he did was, he, he was did a- this before an entire news conference held for the international news service. So there were a bunch of people present when he did this. But he was a polar explorer, so he's used to. The ice and the snow and stuff like that. He wouldn't, like, mistakenly think. Mm-hmm. Because he was an aviator. Yeah. Now, this he is the part that blew my mouth. Exactly. Exactly. So this guy was... This he guy was very well trained, yeah. and he knew what the fuck it was that he was, he was looking supposed at. supposed to be looking at, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, again, I, this could be a whole other episode on just this dude alone, but... You know, when when the controversy came out, um, you know, it was it just brought a lot of skepticism, mm-hmm. you know, towards his character. But just because, of, in my eyes, just because of the ranking that he had, I don't I don't really know if I should say that this is more towards the realm of fact what he, what he had claimed, or if this is just made up fiction. Mm-hmm. But what what I th- again, like I said. Now, despite this newspaper article and the newspaper itself, it, I mean, it's a legit newspaper, and it's, I guess for the area, it's a respected news source. However, it did not keep a lot of people from just still completely, again, like I said, just dismissing his claims altogether. Because no, the, tru- like- well, the truth is, no one can say for sure if Bird really did encounter UFOs or if he had accidentally or managed to whatever find actual nazis there or not mm-hmm. you know so i mean there, there's no real proof of this so therein lies where the skepticism comes into play but however many many years later or just many years later a norwegian exploration team who went there mm-hmm. they did in fact find the ice-free mountains as described by oh. bird yes and they also discovered the mountains matching the description of the rumors behind Base 211. Interesting. Yes. So I, uh, that's the extent of the information that I'm able to pull up on two uh, on Base 211. So I don't well, even have any... The whole newspaper situation doesn't surprise me considering how with like the Roswell incident or what have you, 
even the newspapers were reporting that it was a down flying object mm-hmm. and yes. stuff like that. But then the next day, the military was like, no, it was a weather balloon. And mm-hmm. then it was like scrapped. Like it wasn't even. Yes. And then since then, we've had whistleblowers that were there or what have you that have come forth and said, uh uh-uh, uh, no, no, not a fucking weather balloon. This shit was, we still don't understand what the hell this shit is. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, because you know that they're going to be reverse engineering. You know that they're going to be poking and prodding and everything right, like yeah. that. Um, so it's not the first time that a respectable, well-known, reputable newspaper would publish something and then it totally be disregarded and mocked. Exactly, exactly. All right. So those, those are the three bases that are just as secretive, if not you know, as this, you know, this last one here, even more secretive than Area 51. If you have anything that you would like to add to the list, by all means, drop us a line. That's right. Go ahead and, and uh, at Oddities Pod at Twitter. Um, anything that you want to, you know, mention about today's episode, by all means, hit me up. Let me know. Anything more you want to add? Exactly, exactly. So that is uh, we're, we're, that is pretty much we're getting to the conclusion of today's show. Um, again, our Twitter is oddity, at Oddities Pod, Oddities Official for Instagram, and we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us, spending your time with us, and uh, we really would love to hear from you guys. Again, as uh, D here had said, any information that you have that could add to to the to the mystique of these bases. We really I, enjoy, you know, just for our curiosity. Yeah. yeah we, we, we enjoy really this enjoy. shit a lot. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who do too. So, um, we hope that maybe you guys are willing to become some of our, our, uh, regular listeners, our oddies. <laughs> and, uh, we will be bringing you a new and magical experience, <laughs> uh, weekly here. So again, uh, we, we appreciate everything and you guys take care and have a great night. Have a good night. Have a good night.